Welcome to the Refuge Weekly Podcast. We are a church in and for the City of Orange in Southern California. The heart of Refuge OC is to introduce and reintroduce people to a clearer vision of God. To learn more about us and how you can get involved, please visit us at refugeoc.com. And now, here is our latest message. Hey, Refuge, it is good to see you. It is Labor Day weekend, and we wanted to bring you an online devotional because our church is doing something different. Typically, when you log in and you go to live.refugeoc.com or you find us on YouTube or Facebook, you can tune into a service from wherever you're at all over the world. We've got our team in place having things happen on Sunday morning in Old Town Orange in this beautiful church building that we're in. But this weekend is different because this weekend, like so many Labor Days, we've never been able to have church. And it goes back to some stories. When we started as a church in 2015, we were never able to rent space on Labor Day weekend. The same was true in 2016. The same was true in 2017. And so we kind of fell into this pattern and a little bit of a tradition that Labor Day weekend looks different. And so for us today, we're actually meeting off-site. We're at a backyard, kind of getting back to our roots of backyard church. We're celebrating some baptisms for those who want to get baptized. And we're just having a good time celebrating life together as a church, having a church barbecue, if you will, because that's what you're supposed to do on Labor Day. Labor Day is an interesting thing because it's got history in our country. If you go back to the late 19th century, there's part of uh, part of our, the fabric of America. Many groups and unions were trying to do their best to say, hey, we want to celebrate the American worker. And can we have a day to do that? And so Labor Day had its early beginnings in the late 19th century. And to this day, we love it because it's an extra day. We love having the Monday off of Labor Day weekend, a little bit perhaps more space and time for your weekend to have um, just to do extra things, have that barbecue that you want to go go to, go celebrate with friends but it also means the unofficial end of summer. Some people might even say that you can't wear white after Labor Day, so hopefully you got your white clothes in uh, just before today ends. Um, But it also is, is a great word to think about what God is talking about in Scripture. If you go to the Old Testament, I've been reading a lot into the Old Testament and to the New Testament context world. Um, Even this past week, I showed off a book last Sunday in church, another thick book I was reading, The Works of Josephus. Well, this is another one I'm reading called Judaism and a specific time period written by a guy named E.P. Sanders. And uh, it just goes into great detail about Jewish life. One thing that the Jewish culture does, even to this day, is this idea of Sabbath. And if you consider what Sabbath is all about, when God talks about Sabbath, it even shows up in the Ten Commandments. And you may not, and this isn't a pop quiz on the Ten Commandments, like get your sheet out of paper and I want to test you. But if you think about it, the, the idea for Sabbath shows up in the Ten Commandments because God, when he's framing life for the Israelites, when they're coming out of Egypt, and if you understand the context, if you remember Moses is going to Egypt and he's going to get them out of Egypt. He's going to get them out of slavery and oppression, get them out from under Pharaoh's grip. They get to the desert. They get the Ten Commandments. And we like the story, whether you like the Charlton Heston version of the story or perhaps the Prince of Egypt version of the story. But why in the world would he give these Ten Commandments? And some of us, if we're honest with one another, we think the Ten Commandments are just a bunch of rules, rules to clamp down on life, and especially the rule about Sabbath. Because this idea for the rule about Sabbath is that you would take one day of your week and rest. Now, that sounds great. And some of us might even engage in restful activities from time to time. 
But the Sabbath was very clear. And what you get in Exodus chapter 20, it lists on the fourth commandment of the 10 that, that God gives to Moses to give to the people that day. We're told, remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor, labor, right? Labor day. Uh, six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son, your daughter, your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor your foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. If you go into some more Jewish history and to Jewish culture around the idea of Sabbath, they attach laws to it. And we can, as Christians, as even non-Jewish people, think about Sabbath as a bunch of rules. As a day where, like, I don't even know how you live if you're supposed to do no work. But the idea that God set in place, he's trying to get the people who were in Egypt, in slavery, and in bondage out of that culture, to get the mindset out from under them that they're not just there to work. They're not just there to produce. And it's interesting, that's a really good message for us today. Because I don't know about you, it seems like life's busy. We're always hustling. We're trying to get to the next thing. Our calendar is filled. And some of us love that. But some of us, some of us would do well to consider this idea of Sabbath a little bit more. There's a phrase that's even being thrown around right now in our culture. It's a buzz phrase, this idea of self-care. Like, can you get enough self-care in? Can you take care of yourself? But the original idea and concept for self-care comes from the root of Sabbath, this idea that you can labor for six days and then you rest. My question for you, my question for me is, where do you go to find rest? Where is it that you unplug? For some of you, it might be unplugging from all the things that grab your attention. We have this idea in our house. We've done this with our kids, our three kids, ever since they were born. Actually, probably not since they were born because they weren't really using devices then. But their life is filled, much like yours and mine, with devices, whether it's a phone, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a computer, whether it's a gaming device. And we have this idea of a peace day. And on Sundays, for us, it's peace day. So they don't get screen time on their phones if they have one. They don't get screen time on their iPads. They're not allowed to be on a Chromebook for school stuff or even other things. They're not allowed to just endlessly watch TV because we want one day of their week not device-oriented. And so it's easy to say, well, for Sabbath for me is like getting away from my devices, but perhaps it might even be not working. Some of you are really good at being workaholics. And if we were to be honest with one another, that's probably more true about many of us than it's not. We work a lot. We put in a lot of hours, and some of us, we can be guilty of not working so much, but this idea of Sabbath is that you would have a break every single week of your life to be reminded that you are not here. You're not, your importance is not just by what you produce, that God was setting in place a model for the Israelites back then, thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, that still rings true for us today, that I'm not here for the work that I produce. I'm actually here to be reminded of the value that God gives me. So some of you need to unplug, like literally unplug. Question, when's the last time you didn't check your email for a whole day? Can you imagine? When's the last time that you didn't check your social media or Facebook? Do you remember that? Maybe it's your Instagram, your Twitter, your TikTok videos. We can be available to the world all the time and that's what the world would love us to be, is always available to them. 
But God is saying, let me reorder things. Let me put things back into perspective for you so that one day a week, it's no labor. One day a week, you celebrate. Another misnomer that we have about Sabbath is that it's a fasting day, that you're supposed to give something up. But the funny thing is, is in the idea of not working, it wasn't a fast for people, even for the Jewish people back in the day. Even to this day, they plan for the Sabbath. They got to make sure that all the food is cooked because you're not supposed to cook on Sabbath. And you're like, that sounds like an archaic rule. Why in the world would I do that? Because I would love to have a day where everything's already prepared and ready to go so that I can do nothing and do it well. Sometimes doing nothing takes a lot of work to get there. I don't know if you've ever been on vacation. Sometimes just leaving is harder than being on vacation. It's all the lead up. It's I got to pack the suitcase. I got to get everything in order. I got to make sure all the plans are in order so that you can enjoy vacation or whatever the getaway is. The same thing is true for this idea for Sabbath. Would you have one day a week? Would you have one space of time per week? Maybe it's not a full day and maybe I'm just asking too much if I were to even challenge you with that. But my guess is there are many of us that would benefit from a block of time every single week that we're reminded, I'm not here for the work that I do. I'm here because I'm God's son, I'm God's daughter. I have value to this world because God has created me. So just as God is trying to get the slavery mentality out of the people, as he's trying to pull out of them the Egypt that is so easy for them to hold on to, he's doing the same thing for us. This idea of Labor Day weekend, whether you just love it because it's the extra day on your weekend, you love it because it's the end of summer and regardless of where you live, it might still be warm right now. It might still be hot. Fall may not show up for some time. And if you live in California, you know fall doesn't show up for a while. It's still going to be hot. It's going to be weird to see pumpkins in a little bit. But this idea of rest, my hope and my prayer for you is that on this weekend, this Labor Day weekend, you rest. Whether you find us at the outdoor pool party at Refuge or you got some time with some friends, it's not a time to just fast and say, I can't do anything. I'm not supposed to eat. You're actually supposed to celebrate. I want you to celebrate well this weekend. Celebrate the way that God has created you. He's created this world. And he's put things together in an order that makes sense. Because it was his, it was his order. It was his way of doing things. If he sent, spent six days creating the world and then he rests on the seventh, it's not because he was done working. It's not because he was like, oh, I got to sit on the couch for a little bit. He's putting a model in place for all of his creation to know that's good to rest. My hope, my prayer, is that you find some rest this weekend. So peace be upon you, and we look forward to seeing you at Refuge next time. Thank you for joining us this week. We believe in community and would love to connect with you. If you have any questions or would like to speak to a pastor, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at refugechurchoc. We hope to see you again soon.